Hello, and welcome again to As Real As Possible with Christina Berry. I am so glad that you are listening to this today. The reflection I want to share with you today, I have titled, Interrupted. The other day at preschool drop-off, my four-year-old George introduced me to his friend and her dad, and he told them, This is my mom. She's really grouchy. He gave them no name, just she's really grouchy. Apparently my defining characteristic. My life is constant interruptions. How am I supposed to let my real self shine when my real self is constantly interrupted, sent in a different direction, shut up for a while, Because little people need to eat, need to figure out how to argue with each other without fighting, need reminding that they are definitely not done with their homework and they have not touched their chore list. How can I live into my deepest real self when, just as I get on a roll writing something, the puppy rips an ornament off the tree and proceeds to destroy it all over the rug I just vacuumed? And then George wants to be my teacher and have me follow his directions for how to draw a map. And I need to move the laundry over and finish the pancakes and try to make progress on another of the Christmas decoration boxes six days before Christmas. And try to sneak a glance at my husband to make a connection there before he's off for the day, helping my parents build their new house even though he has a cold. But I just reread that, and I involuntarily smiled and half laughed because I remember that all that is a way that I am real. Past me, younger me, was real in a different way. Real in the loneliness of feeling like I had no one, so I bonded with myself and with God. That loneliness was so hard and absolutely invaluable. It took shape in Spain when I realized I didn't love a party lifestyle, so I went running and stayed in and drank tea. It took shape in wandering alone in Scottish moors when the boy I loved started dating someone else while I was abroad. It took shape in a lot of time alone in my 1940s bungalow as a new bride in a new town far away from everyone I knew and loved. It's why I deeply love a little river in southern Spain, the fog and damp of the Scottish Highlands, and that little house that my soul will always know as home. Those places and times shaped me, and I miss the me they shaped. I know she is still here, with me all the time, and I catch glimpses of her. But much of the time, I am moving fast, trying to land a moment that is pretty good in regards to feeling like me. Right now, as I write this, George is listening to a recording of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Sesame Street is on in the background, and the dog is chewing something up, and I'm not even going to check what it is. I have my earbuds in that are sort of noise-canceling, 
So I'm listening to Vance Joy and Rudolph and Bert and Ernie and the dog all at once. I am also trying to hear her, that voice of myself that I know is still there, and the other her, the voice of the Holy Spirit that I catch fleetingly these days. Back in the lonely days, when I yearned for the life I have now, I heard those voices all the time. I walked in them every day. They filled my heart, my head, my steps, my songs, my conversations, my silences. I find myself grasping for them these days, and I find myself irritated. Irritated that my husband and I cannot have an uninterrupted conversation. Irritated that I cannot have an uninterrupted workout. Irritated that I cannot cook an uninterrupted meal, and I will apparently never read another book. But then, we watched It's a Wonderful Life last night, and Mary said, This is what I wished for. And my eyes tear up a little remembering it, while Sesame Street chatters in the background, because I realize three things. Ever since that boy I loved, loved me back, and then became my husband, I have not felt the deep loneliness. Ever since I had that first Jack Berry baby, I have not felt the deep emptiness. And I am more myself because of that. I am more myself with the interruptions than I ever was without. And that chokes me up with tears and laughter because as I was just getting ready to cry some sweet tears, George ran over here and told me how Grouch in Sesame Street was yelling at Maria for not listening. He gave a high-pitched giggle and ran away. So my moment of deepening in the old way was gone, and I deepened into myself in a new way instead. And I turn up the volume on the Lumineers, throw the dog in the backyard for a while, literally breathe a little deeper, and notice that anywhere I go, there you are, as Vance Joy melodies to me. The real me is here, growing because of the interruptions, not despite them. The real Pat Berry, that boy I loved and lost and married, is becoming more himself amid the interruptions as well. When these kids grow up and move out, and the dog stops chewing things up, and I can flip pancakes again without getting distracted and burning them, then, who will I discover I have become? What revelation awaits me when I realize that the interruptions were important, not distractions at all? Who am I becoming in the middle of all this chaos? I think God takes my desires and dreams and actualizes them in ways that I could never have seen. To me, it seems necessary that I need quiet and alone time to become more me. And I have such a deep desire for that, becoming as me as I can be, as real as possible.
I have told that desire to God and asked for his help. In fact, I have given him that desire, asked him to take me and help me become. And then he gave me this husband and these pets and these kids. And God is growing me into me through this life he has cultivated. In his desolation, in It's a Wonderful Life, George Bailey says to his wife, You call this a happy family? Why do we have to have all of these kids? Pat and I laugh about that and quote it to each other pretty dang often because that is how it feels. But of course, the happy family comes from the kids, comes from the life that roars around us, comes from the interruptions. So I will finish this up, get the dog, sit with George and watch Sesame Street, and see what God grows in me while I do so. Here are some reflection questions for your life. Maybe write on one or two of the questions that resonate with you. Writing helps you get into things deeper. Where are you interrupted? How do you feel about that? Can you tell the difference between the interruptions that are just annoying and the ones that might be important? St. Ignatius talks about God putting deep desires on our hearts and that there is a difference between regular old desires and the deep desires in our souls that call us to who we are meant to be. We can know more about ourselves and our callings by paying attention to our deep desires. What deep desires do you have in your heart? Do you talk to God about them? What does God say about these deep desires? What might happen if you turned these deep desires over to God, if you let go of your control of them? Have you experienced deep loneliness? I ask this with such compassion, praying for you as I do. Have you experienced deep emptiness?
can you take those places of hurt to God? Lay them out for him to see and let him begin to heal them. Can you sense any comfort or solace in these places of hurt as you acknowledge them and lay them out for God to heal? Here are some songs for reflection that you might play while you write on these questions in your journal. These songs really fit this reflection well. Listen to the words. I actually looked up the lyrics. Like, yeah, very interesting. The first one, What Would I Do Without You? Sung by Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. The Fire and the Flood. Sung by Vance Joy. Dead Sea. Sung by the Lumineers. I am so glad you are taking time to think about your life and go into the deep places inside of yourself today. The more we do that, the more we live as our truest selves, the more we are able to be the piece of healing and goodness that the world needs, that we are called to be. We are all like puzzle pieces. And if you live your puzzle piece, and I live my puzzle piece, and everyone else does, then all of us fit together and make something beautiful. So I pray for you today that you may live as real as possible, as much yourself as you can be, and continue to allow yourself to become what God is helping you to be. Peace and love to you today, as always, and until next time.